Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you once again to say thank you for all that you've done, all that you are to us. We thank you most of all for your darling son, Jesus, who has never left us or forsaken us despite all of our shortcomings, despite all of the things that we failed to do that you told us to do, and we've done those things that, you, that were not pleasing in your sight. We ask your forgiveness, my Father, and ask that you restore us to a right relationship with you so that your will will be done in our lives and we won't lean to our own understanding. Thank you, Father, for this media to have a fellowship with each other and to share ideas and most of all, to glorify you. We pray for those who are less fortunate, those who are ill among us, because we know you as a healer, as a way maker, a heart fixer, and a mind regulator. And we thank you for all those things. And we pray your continued mercy and love and blessings on us in the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you so much for that Amen. prayer. Well, y'all, another week. A centralized moment. The focus is you. This week's topic, standing on the will of God. And those of you that watched this pre-show, hopefully you saw how the will of God just leads us and guides us. You know, this has been a trying week for us and Cassandra and I were talking today and I was like, oh Lord, are we gonna be ready for these, these ladies tonight? But we, we're going free flow tonight, but I'm gonna pull my screen up and pull out my slides. And we have this week's topic, standing on the will of God. This says the will of God, without him, I am nothing. But with him, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4th chapter, 13th verse. And some of these slides right here came from last week that we never got a chance to show. But some of the information was just so moving, I felt that I needed to bring them back for you. And it says, I, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. Psalms 139 verses 14 through 17. This is talking about comparing yourself with others is not productive. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that command themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. 2 Corinthians 10th chapter 12 verse. God has one inward ideal that is not based on outward form. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, Romans 8th chapter, verses 28 through 29. 
God's grace works within you to do his good pleasure. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. 1 Corinthians 15 chapter, 10th verse. For it is God which worketh in both you, which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians 2nd chapter, 13th verse. Your weaknesses can showcase God's power. Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities than the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. When I am weak, then am I strong. Second Corinthians 12 chapter, seven through 10 verse. I'm going somewhere with this y'all. You have a spiritual gift. And to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, Ephesians 4th chapter, 7th verse, 11th through 13th verse. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. First Peter, fourth chapter, 10th verse. Attractiveness doesn't indicate worth. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body, which seem to be more feeble, are necessary. And those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. First Corinthians 12 chapter, verses 21 through 26. Psalm 139, verse 14. 
I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. Okay. The will of God. Take the, the will of God will take you where the grace of God cannot keep you, where the arms of God cannot reach you, where the riches of God cannot supply your needs, where the power of God cannot endow you. The will of God will never take you where the spirit of God cannot work through you, where the wisdom of God cannot teach you, where the army of God cannot protect you, where the hands of God cannot mold you. The will of God will never take you, where the love of God cannot enfold you, where the mercies of God cannot sustain you, where the peace of God cannot calm your fears, where the authority of God cannot overrule you. The will of God will never take you, where the comfort of God cannot dry your tears, where the word of God cannot feed you, where the miracles of God cannot be done for you, where the omnipresence of God cannot find you, standing on the will of God. Okay. The greatest mistake any Christian can make is to substitute his own will for the will of God. When God sees you doing your part, developing what he has given you, then he will do his part and open doors that no man can shut. The will of God will never take you where the grace and provision of God will not protect you. God will carry you through the storm, Isaiah 43, 2. Commit your path to God, knowing that if he cares for the sparrows, he will care for you. You don't have to have the whole road map, map ahead of time as long as you trust that God does. He assures you, oh, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. There goes Jeremiah 29, 11. Again, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, 13th verse. When life gives you more than you can, when life gives you more than you can stand, 
What do we do? Neo. When life gives you more than you can stand, kneel, watch and stand on the will of God. When the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Isaiah 60th chapter, 22nd verse. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not displeased. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10. God will never give you more than you can handle because that would mean you have slipped beyond his grace. It would mean he has left you to fend for yourself. Powerful, y'all. Standing on the will of God. When we know what the will of God is. Seek the Lord. All you humble of the earth who have carried out his ordinances. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Perhaps you will be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. Zephaniah 2 verse 1. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Suffering according to the will of God. First Peter, fourth chapter, 19th verse. Therefore, those also who suffer according to the will of God shall, I can't even see what they said, can entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. James, fourth chapter eighth verse. And I'm going to just quickly go through some of these and then I'm going to open up the floor for thoughts and comments on some of how you see yourself standing on the will of God. What things causes you to know that as long as you stand on the will of God and not try to make choices for yourself where you are today in your life. Well, I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's Romans 8, 38 through 39. Can't really see that one, so I'm gonna skip this one. God cares for you. Moving beyond God won't give you more than you can handle. It's broken, y'all. It's trembling. It's trembling. We feel like we're lost, but moving beyond God won't give you more than you can handle. God's plan has a greater purpose. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. And you see this, it says, God will not give us more than we can handle. That's not scripture. 
And we hear people saying all the time, God will not put any more on you than you can bear. That's not in the scripture. <laughs> it's not in the scripture, but we, we hear people say it all the time. It's that God knows the things of this earth are more than we can handle. He invites us to live by his strength and not our own. Therefore, what is scripture, I can do all things through Christ, Philippians 4, 13. But if somebody knows in the scripture where it says, God will not give us more than we can handle, let me know where it is. It's not scripture. But we hear the old folks say it all the time. Lord will not put no more and you can, you can bear. Takes us back. So do not fear for I am with you. Be not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Skip this one. I can't see that. So whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Colossians, third chapter, verses 23 through 24. And I know those of you who have been with us, we talked about this before, you will encounter God in your dreams. <laughs> and you will, you have dreams, a lot of times we say it's God speaking to us in our dreams. Cassandra, pick it up. Let us hear from you. Can't see anyone. So I was, as you were reading the scriptures and what came to my mind was um, the story of Hannah and how painful she was about having children. She didn't have kids. And the Bible lets us know that Hannah petitioned to God because there was nothing no one could do for her. She petitioned to God. She, she went to God in prayer. And, and when you read the story, you'll see that out of her soul, she prayed. And, and I'm, I'm just reminded that it was God's will that Samuel had to come forth. And so in, in God's will for our lives and the things that God wants us to do, I, I want us to remember this, that no matter what you're going through, God's will shall be done. No matter what happens in your life, God will bring you through it for his purpose. And that's another thing we talked about too, a lot in these segments is your purpose, your destiny. What God has for you to do is yours. All the things that you have done up until this very point, you can look back over your life and you can give God the glory. When we think about what we've been through, when we think about how we made it 
through and you some of us can sit down and remember the times when we didn't have a lot to eat you know different uh things that go on in our lives we can look back and see how god the the, the master plan that he had for us life even though when we thought we were taking a road in our own design god still was there to guide us through all of those trenches like that broken bridge that that Karen showed us only God can get you through something like that and that's why Hannah came to mind because at that time there was no fertility clinics you know there there, there was nothing like that and when you go to God and put your soul in your prayer and and watch what God will do his will will come through in your life it really will Thank you. Anyone else? And, and my God will supply every oh, of yours. Your needs. Anyone else? Somebody read. Good evening, me. ladies. Go ahead. I'm sure you all know where I am at this point in my life. And I'm sure that you all know that I'm standing on the promises. That's right. And I believe that whatever is for me will be for me. And that I don't have to worry about going back home because God saved my home so I'd have one to go back to. That's right. So, you know, there's, there's nothing for me to do but wait on him. Amen. And he will supply everything I need. And I believe that. So um, that's my testimony, ladies. Amen. Amen. All right. Everything I need and send me back home where I'm supposed to be. Amen. Mm -hmm. However long that takes, it's all right mm -hmm. with me. I saw Matisse's hand up and then Valerie. Hi, everyone. Hey, um, I, I just have to go back to Sandra and Karen to Sunday school lesson this morning and to talk about the call to intercessory. So all the things that Karen was saying, I was, I was just thinking to myself, oh, Lord, thank you for Jesus, because you sent yeah. him to us and he has been our intercessory to you. And he prays for us. He prays for us. He prayed for the disciples and he prays for us. And we have to lean on the fact that he's there as an intercessory for all the things we think we need, everything. And also it brings about unity among Christians when we can pray for each other. We need to stand and pray for each other. Yes. Stand, in the, stand in the gap for each other. Yes. So I just, I, I, all the things you said, Karen, just reminded me of that. So I needed to say that, okay? Valerie and then Sister Evans. Hey, Valerie. Hi. Hey, Valerie. You know, I just actually mine is more of a testimony. I've been through a lot in my time losing my husband, my son, my mom. But, you know, if it wasn't for the grace of God, I don't know where I would be. There was times that I didn't think I could go on. 
There was time financially. I didn't know where money was going to come from. But God always made a way. And when I can just think about it, even during this pandemic, I, I could not even tell you how much he has kept me, uh, kept me safe financially. I, I, I can't even tell you how he has blessed me to keep going and to keep doing what I have to do. And every time I don't think I can go anymore, he tells me, I got you. It's going to be okay. And, you know, I, I just wouldn't even know what to do if it wasn't for God's love. I, I'm just so grateful. It's a testimony. I know that through everything, he is the one that has carried me. He's the one that gets me up every day. He's the one that's made a way out of no way. And, you know, it's just so amazing. That's all I want to say. Amen. Sister Charlotte. I had to unmute me. Good evening. Going back with the young lady. Thank you, Sister Karen, for this powerful lesson. Going back to Sunday school lesson this morning was powerful to know that Jesus cares and he prayed for me. But when I think about, when I look over my life and think things over, I can truly say I've been blessed. This was a powerful, I love how you presented this. Um, we're working on a prayer, virtual prayer breakfast for our court. So this just tied into what God has laid on my heart. When we pray and when we invoke the divine blessings within whatever circle we're in, it's powerful. But when we leave God out, we got a mess. But when <laughs> God is in the midst, and this morning when it talked about the intercessory prayer in Sunday school, it was powerful. Because we don't have to worry. Oh, yeah. Nobody but Jesus, He will take care of us. And all we have to do is to continue to trust in Him and just hold on. Because He said, Lo, I go with you through it all. And when you know you're walking with Him and your steps are ordered by the Lord, yes. it's going to be all right. And I praise God and I give Him the praise for this prayer line because the connection with Prayer Warriors is awesome. So I thank you for letting me be a part of it. And I thank each and every one of you for just let, allowing God to use you in such a mighty way. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much, Sister Evans. You know, when um, we had that Sunday school lesson, so on, uh, this topic went out at the beginning of the week. And it was just so ironic how, and it just seems like I think the whole quarter of Sunday school topics have just blended right in with the Lord has put in my spirit. And it seems like every time let's just be confirmation to this. So bless you. Mm. Thank you, God. Mm. Whew. Will of God. And I know that it's a purpose and a reason for all that he has said in our past. Yes, Lord. I just thank you, God. Just thank you. Mm. Thank y'all. Mm. 
Anyone else? Mm. Whenever we think we failed, say weakness with acknowledgement of it is the fittest seat and subject for God to perfect his strength in. For consciousness of our infirmities drives us out of ourselves to him whom our strength lies. Mm. And I was putting these slides together last night. Luckily, last night, because I'm normally trying to do it on Sunday mornings, but the Spirit just led me to try to put them together last night. And like I keep telling you all that it's a, it's a teaching for me, and it has enhanced my knowledge and my faith and... <laughs> Thank you. It's like we always say, Karen, it's amazing what God take us through to show us our purpose. And sometimes it might not feel good, but it's for our good. You don't know how strong you are until strength is all you got left. Then you begin to understand how he's molded you and built you. And, 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 and like uh, Paul says, in your weakness, he's made strong. Meaning all your trials and everything you've been through, God's strength shows up in us at those opportune times. So just we just keep holding on and we keep tugging on because we know who has our um who has our, 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 our faith, you know, like, inter, you know, just like the young lady said, knowing that he prays for me. Jesus prays for me. I can't lose. I can't. Anyone else? Good evening. This is Sister Dolores Jackson. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, I just um, wanted to comment on the saying that you said is not in the Bible. The one that you said um, that what that the Lord would not put no more on you than you can bear. Um, I didn't realize it was not in the Bible, but I noticed. I know that it has been repeated and said and I heard it since I was a child <laughs> coming up yeah but I just like to say that um you know God is so good I just know that when you get at your lowest point or when you can't go anymore or you just your burden is get so heavy I know he shows up you know so I guess in a way People are just saying that for saying that God will not put no more on you than you can bear because they know at that point, somewhere he is going to come. He is going to answer. He is going to just step in and you'll be amazed that how he lifts you. But I heard someone else say it that um, when I am so weak and I can, the foot prints in the ground you only see one 
that's when he is carrying me because I am too weak to carry myself. So I know that God is just there when you need him. And he's always, always on time. Thank you. Thank you. Because we are standing on the will of God. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that's it for the slides. Ooh, so anyone else? And y'all know I'm, I gotta find my song. So Cassandra, somebody roll it while I'm looking. Hi, Karen and Cassandra, this is Patricia. Um, I'm listening at everyone tonight and the last couple of weeks, I mean, last couple of months for me has really been a battle, you know, um, People can really be vindictive and evil, um, especially when you're trying your best to walk this Christian line and live this Christian life. And you just want nothing but the best for everyone. But sometimes everyone don't want the best for you. And and it hurts. The the spirit, the spiritual side keeps getting stronger, but that human side is, is, is just so weak for me right now. And sometimes I just can't take it. But then when I think about what, you know, what Jesus went through, you know, the battles that he had to fight and he was just so strong. And I know that's what he wants me to be. He wants me to know that he's here with me. And he knows that my, my spiritual is stronger and what I think it is, but it's like, it's just, sometimes it's like, I just want to be just in a room with just me and me and me and the Lord, just talking to him. And sometimes I just have to fall down on my knees because I, I can't bear some of these things that are going on in my life. So I have to depend on him and I have to believe that he will get me through this because I heard tonight that God don't give you you know, he doesn't give you things to go through in life that you can't bear. So he knows that I can, I can bear these things. Mm -hmm. And to be without a mother for so long, you know, I was like a mother's child at the age of 23. And sometimes you just don't know how it feels like when you can't even pick up the phone and, and you know, and we just want to just talk to your mother about certain situation. But I thank him for placing some of the most beautiful, amazing women in my life to get me through my storms, to encourage me. And I can't thank him enough. So on that note, I just gotta keep believing, keep the faith. He will get me through, he will get us through. Yes. And God bless you all. And I thank you all for this platform again. Mm -hmm. And I thank you all for as sisters because we need to, one thing we need to really stop doing is just tearing each other down all through slavery years where our ancestors have been so conditioned to just hurt each other. But we, in today's society, we really, some of us are really tearing each other down instead of not being there to support one another. But I don't see that in this group. We are here to support one another and to love one another because you don't know what a sister is going through. Because I'm telling you, I've had some crying weeks and days and 
I carry a lot on my shoulder. I can be strong, but I can also be sensitive. But it's like I feel God's presence when I do cry. Sometimes the cry don't have to just be depression. There's just going to be tears of joy and just tears of like, okay, God, there's a way. I know that you're going to get me out of this. I see the light. But sometimes you have to believe it. And if you and if he feels that you're not believing it, he's going to let you go through that battle. And he's going he's gonna to let you go through that battle until you understand the reason why you're going through it and the meaning behind it. So I know there's a reason. And I know he's going to show me. So with that, God bless. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sister Link. I found this song here. I don't, you know, I never heard it. Huh? Go ahead. Wiley. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I when you was talking about uh, God won't put more on you than you can handle. I'm a Google queen. And I was like, I remember my mom saying that it wasn't scriptural. Um when she was living and she would say, but it, it makes a lot of sense. But, she, you know, she said, you know, you have to understand what it is talking about. And it is a cliche, so to speak. But I was reading and it was saying that most of the time when people say that God won't give you more than you can handle, they're taking it from a passage from Paul in First Corinthians 10 that says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And again, that's from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And I mean, if you're just really reading through this, um, you can, you know, you could say, oh, well, yeah, that's what people are talking about. But yeah. if you take a closer look at the verse, um, you know, there's different meanings behind it and I won't you know go and go all into it but when I um when I googled it I was like oh okay you know and then it gave us you know gave even some more things um that you know told me that so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you don't fall um that makes me go back and think about you know that with this COVID and most of us not being able to attend regular church services we do ours on zoom and some people do go um but since i know that i'm high risk with some of the issues that i i have then i've only been you know once but i'm we, we do it on zoom and facetime and uh whatever you call it, facebook i think it is and you know but it's still not the same i, I love the fact that we can still you know go and my niece and nephew and I do it you know on Sundays um, but you know you just have to continue to stand on his word you know because we, we can think that we're standing firm but we got to be careful that you know we don't just get caught up in routine mm -hmm. or that we don't you know take cliches and not know that it's not from the gospel you know and and, and as for me I know that I have teens now, again, that are looking at everything I do. So we have to make sure that we're living, that we are a living example. Um, sometimes the only Bible that people see is us. That's right. Maybe mm -hmm. it is different times. Mm -hmm. uh, so, 
I just ask you to continue to pray for my strength that I can be that example, you know, for God yes. and and, uh, um, and and show people that I, I really do love the Lord. Yes, may, yes, Lord. I may fall, but I'm going to get. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Malia. Go ahead, Alberta. I see it. Don't you all think that? Don't you all think that a lot of our um, sayings that our ancestors came up with was because they were not as educated as we are today? And in the in the course of 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 them explaining the Bible they came up with a lot of sayings that they interpreted as being what that verse in the Bible meant or that section of the Bible meant. And so I know with my parents and I'm so much older than all of you, there was all kinds of, of interpretations of, of Bible, uh, of the Bible particularly in the Baptist church. I grew up in a Baptist church. My parents grew up in the Baptist church and I'm not Baptist anymore, but I can remember as a small child that um, there were a lot of things that they would say to you that wasn't exactly written in the scripture, but it was the interpretation of the scripture as they saw it. Right. So when we say this is not in the Bible, Yes, it is, so to speak, <laughs> because it is that interpretation of how they saw the Bible and what the Bible meant to them. Amen. Anyone else? <laughs> Anyone else? I, I heard um, several persons talking about how Jesus um, um, prays for us as, as an intercessor. And I just wanted to add the fact that we too must pray for each other um, as an intercessor as well. Uh, I don't know, um, you know, you, you, you don't ever remember all of the people you need to pray for. So um, it's so important to have like a prayer journal or something, you know, with the names of persons that you're praying for and um, and what you're praying for, you know, what, what they've asked you to pray for. Because so often, I know I have to ask people to pray for me and you don't know whether they did or not. And, um, and so, but, you know, uh, how important it is for us to pray for one another. I, I heard Pat and Pat was saying that um, about people and we don't um, understand um, the things that people do to us or to one another. And, you know, sometimes we have to leave some of those people behind. Um, we've gotta, we gotta get some people out of our lives, especially yes, if they are not um, um, for you and if they are not encouraging you to stand on the will of God. Um, yes. And so, um, Pat, I just encourage you. I, I, I kind of felt your in my heart as you spoke. And, um, you know, we just can't continue to allow 
people to pull us down or to stop us from um, or hinder us from doing the will of God. And so yes. I just um, wanted to say that um, a lot of AMEs on the line to, today because definitely we did talk about intercessory prayer in church school this morning and, um, and God is just so good um, how he does what he does in the midst of people when you begin to pray for others. Um, God moves in and he does what he does. And, and that's touched the heart of, of his people. So I just um, wanted to say that and uh, just say that God cares for each and every one of you. Don't ever doubt that you are not, mm -hmm. you're not in his thoughts and in his prayers. You know, God promise us, promises us many things in the Bible. And guess what? He keeps every one of those promises. Yes, he does. And we don't have to doubt that at all. Mm -mm. Um, so our friends and family may do that for us and they may not keep it, but we can trust that if God said he will be with us always, even until the end of the earth, we got to believe that that's what it's going to be. If God said, trust in me with all your heart, lean not unto your own understanding, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. We have got to believe God that he will do what he says he will do. And so I just want to say, you know, um, we all just got to remain encouraged in the Lord and trust that if we stand, if we stand on the will of God, not the will of man, not the will of my brother, not the will of my sister, but if we stand on the will of God, God will take care of us. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Amen. And while we're waiting for the song, this is Martha. Uh, sometimes we have to encourage each other, as she said, and sometimes God put people in our lives that so we can encourage them so that they can trust and believe more. And uh, I know that God has strengthened me uh, and, 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 and just has just been such a part of my life and I just thank him for every blessing every storm that he brought me over and and how he brought me through uh I just thank him for saving me as a child uh from a lot of hurt harm and danger and I just thank God for this centralized moment focus of this for Cassandra and Karen and for all of you because it gives us a time where we can spend together and share each other's thoughts. And I know it's only by the grace and mercy of God that I've been uh, kept. And when I can't do anything else, I know how to pray. And I just want to thank you all for um, this time uh, to share. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, I thought I had the song, but okay.
I don't want to get knocked off. <laughs> I'm call it. Pull out that song you were trying to pull out. Can you pull it out? I'm not able to share. Okay. You want me to give you share rights? You can. Uh, you're a co-host. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Now you are. <laughs> okay. Thank y'all so much for all your comments while Carla is pulling that up. Um, I was trying to pull it up, but it looked like it was going to knock me off. But So I tried to be obedient and not mess up. But um, she pulled it up. That wasn't the one I had, but this one came right on time. <laughs> Can you hear the sound? Not yet. Yes, yes. And we all know that he loves us more and more. Yeah, there are times when we find we will answer to another. Oh, <laughs> 
Ending. I'm gonna you can keep it playing softly, Carlette. I'm gonna do the closing prayer because it's close to nine. Um, and I want to thank you all for coming on tonight and just keep holding on and keep standing on the will of God and do those things that God would have us to do. Yes, yes. Dear Lord, in all circumstances, your ways are superior. Yes, Lord. In you, we find security, knowing that you will take care of all our needs. If your body is under severe stress, its natural defenses can turn against you. Your immune system turns from a Please forgive us for the times we hold on to possessions instead of sharing. Teach us to be less judgmental about those who may be in need and more eager to be conduits through which you will bestow blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Bless you. And Amen. I did find another song that somebody Amen. wanted me to play. Let me see if I can pull it out while we closing out. <laughs>
Tasha Cobbs. You know my name. So as we're standing on the Holy God, he knows your name. Karen, I had an opportunity to uh, I had an opportunity to work on a vision board this past week. Oh, very good. Let's see what you got. Vision board, y'all. I want to um, work on learning how to use my air fryer. I have to master my Zoom camera. That's not working. I'm going to do my community community fitness. I'm coming to South Carolina to Myrtle Beach, whether they have gala day or not. <laughs> Um, I'm going to try and watch a movie and not let the movie watch me. <laughs> I'm going to continue to enjoy time with my son and grandson. Wow. They were here for his father's funeral last weekend. Um, continue to support HBCU. I attended Clark Atlanta, but I'm pro all HBCUs. Um Love on my family. That's my brother, Willard. Sister my husband, Andrew. And I made a pledge to give away a scholarship in 2020. Scholarship is my thing. And then increase my Fitbit steps. I usually average about wow. 3,000 <laughs> a day. I'm up to 5,111. Wow. And I said, Mary Kay. So. <laughs> okay, y'all, Carletta's rolling on her vision board. <laughs> you make my board look um, elementary now. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to work on my board this week, but you guys just get busy. Colette is ahead of the game now. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Awesome. So we'd like to see some more vision boards next week. <laughs> <laughs> 